I mean, at a surface level, I could definitely tell you like why Jesus died on the cross. But it wasn't until I got into college and got connected with Crew that I really realized like why Jesus had to die on the cross and what that means for me and how that just changes everything. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Tuesday. The goal of this weekly talk is for us to dig into some questions and to make some observations about things that are going on around us. This includes family, culture, friends, college, and so much more. Today, my hope is to talk about the importance that college ministry provides. College is certainly on the mindset of a lot of seniors right now as they prepare to graduate and launch into the world within the next few months. In fact, in our ministry alone, we're graduating 15 seniors this year, which most already have a career path and they have this idea of what the next four years of their life and for some, maybe even a little bit longer of their life is going to look like. But I think that there's this reality for every parent, every youth pastor, every mentor, every person that cares for these students and wonders if they will continue to stay firm in the faith that they have received in high school or in elementary or even as they've been raised in a Christian home, will they grow their roots out as they learn and lead others in the reality of college or the workforce? And so my hope is that they will not fall away, um, that they will in fact grow their relationship with Jesus Christ both deeper and wider as they have more of an opportunity to impact others. But you see, LifeWay has recently done a study that showed that American young adults who attended church regularly for at least a year as a teenager say that they also dropped out for at least a year between the ages of 18 and 22, which is that college timeframe where they've taken a break from church or even their relationship with God in a personal way. Among those who dropped out, 31% returned as regular attenders, and 39% attend at least once a month or less, and 29% don't attend at all, meaning that once they got into college, they completely walked away from their relationship with God and their connection with others. And for those that did return, it looks a little bit rocky, and there's a small percentage of those who really gravitate towards a deepening relationship with Jesus Christ when it comes to being within the college world in this life outside of the home. And so as a youth pastor, I know the thing that's most important when it comes to continuing to follow what God has for our life is that we stay connected with one another. In fact, that's the very way that the church was designed. The church was designed in such a way that we would continue to push one another forward, that we hold each other accountable, that we would serve one another, and that we would serve together. All of this growing our relationship with who Jesus Christ is with one another. But how does that work out when I go to college? How how can I make sure that as I enter into the college world that I have these things still as rhythms in my life? So here's the big question that we want to answer today. Are there resources that I can connect with at college that can continue to help me grow in my faith as a young adult and in my college years? 
So today I've got Allie Lindley with me to talk about that very topic. Allie is a native of Southern Indiana, and she's actually getting ready to graduate from Indiana University Southeast with her elementary education degree. Allie has been involved in the campus ministry there at IUS for the past three years with CRU, or Campus Crusade for Christ. In fact, she just moved out of a leadership role there and is now into an intern role as a CRU member. So, CRU's mission is this. It is very simple and it's very powerful, and I'm looking forward to Allie sharing more about it. But here's their statement. CRU's statement for college ministry is to win, build, and send Christ-centered, multiplying disciples. I know for me that those words mean a whole lot because that's the very heartbeat of the ministry that we have here at Memphis. And that's my hope for all of our students, that they would be Christ-centered, multiplying disciples. And so I'm looking forward to hearing from Allie. Uh, Allie, it's good to have you on today. Uh, would you mind sharing with us just a random piece of information that people should know about you? Yeah, I would say, I don't know that it's like things that people need to know about me, but I have actually camped in a desert before, which is pretty cool. So that is amazing. that's incredible. It was really fun. It wasn't any Jesus in the wilderness type thing. I, it wasn't anything like that. It was totally voluntary, but it was a really fun time. <laughs> That's great. Uh, was, was this for like a week stint or was it just a couple days or was it just an overnighter? It was just an overnighter. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know how long of a, of a desert journey that you had taken. I didn't know if you started looking for manna from the sky or what. Um, no, not quite. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, hey. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you discovered crew. Um, kind of tell me your connection story when it comes to campus ministry. You know, let's, you know, kind of take a step back. You're a college freshman, college sophomore. You're walking on to IUS's campus. You obviously had been raised in the church. You had a connection with the Lord. And so here you are. It's college time. And then crew shows up. Tell me about that. Yeah, so this is the weirdest story, and it was 100% a God thing. So, I mean, I went in my freshman year of college, like, having no interest in growing in my relationship with the Lord. Like, there, like, I'd grown up in the church, but I thought that, you know, what I had was enough. Um, and even my sophomore year, I didn't go in looking for anything at all. So the, this weird story is I was walking to another meeting for some other club that I was going to, and I just so happened to cross paths with a classmate that I graduated with from high school. And she looked at me and said, oh, hey, she was like, are you coming to crew? And this was also her first time at crew. And I was like, what in the world is crew? I've never heard of this thing. And so kind of caught up with her a little bit later and asked a couple of questions. And of course, she didn't know a lot because she hadn't been there. But she had been invited by a classmate who wasn't even a believer, but had gotten connected to some of the guys through crew. And he had mentioned it in a class. So then she started going. And then I started going. But what really just kept me going was there were just a lot of really great people there. Like once I got there, everybody was super welcoming, super inviting. My friend Michaela was easily like the first person to like really make an impression on me. But yeah, it was it was a really crazy thing. Totally a God thing. But yeah, it was it was really cool. 
That's awesome. So your connection with crew then came from an invitation by someone who had actually never been to crew before, right? Right. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, see, was, I think there was more along the lines of, I'm going to this thing and I don't want to go alone. Uh, would you please come with me? Right. Right. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. So, you know, you get this invitation, um, you, you go to this, to this crew meeting, um, and then mm -hmm. obviously you connected in that. What, what helped you to make that step from just being a visitor to actually um, being someone that was connected and now even in an intern role as you're graduating from college? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was definitely the people for sure, but it wasn't even that initial, like just meeting people. Cause I was still kind of in and out just because I had some other responsibilities and everything. And I just wasn't 1000% sold. Like it was cool, but I just wasn't a thousand percent sold on it. But then who <laughs> does this really great conference over new year's it's called winter conference. And like all these people who I'd been in crew with were like, you should come. And I was like, I don't want to go to this thing. And I was like, I work in retail, like ain't no way that my boss is going to let me go right after Christmas. So I was like, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. I was like, I'm going to talk to my boss. I'm going to tell her that this is a thing I could do, but don't really have to do. But then if she tells me no, then I can tell my friends no, and I can just get out of it. She said yes, that I could go. <laughs> and so then I was like, crap, now I have to go. So I went and that's really where, like, I mean, I was with these group, this group of people for five days I was like stuck with them for five days and so it really just grew my relationships with them and really connected me to them but also just leaving that conference is where I just decided I want to know more about Jesus and that's what just kind of led me down a path to where I am now well I make a lot of connections with this as a youth pastor right because I'm that guy that makes that invitation to come to a conference or I'm that guy that mm -hmm. makes the invitation to come and hang out with us at our Saturday night time together and I think that there's a lot of people that have that same feeling that you did, which is, oh, man, I don't know if I really want to go to this. In fact, I, I'm going to say I'm going to try to go, but really, I know that I can't go. And then I love how God just opened up the door and said, oh, no, it's up to you. Uh, I'll make a way for you to go. You're the one that has to say yes to that. And I love that that was the thing that was kind of like that catalyst for you that really opened the door for you to have this connection with the people that you had and then just start this fire in your heart of being more deeply engaged with not only Christ, but also with other people as you walk through your college ministry. And so, Ali, would you say that over the last three, four years that you've been in college, that your faith with Jesus Christ has grown? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I kind of alluded to earlier, like, I mean, I grew up in the church, like, it was something I was familiar with. And I mean, at a surface level, I could definitely tell you like why Jesus died on the cross, but it wasn't until I got into college and got connected with crew that I really realized like why Jesus had to die on the cross and what that means for me and how that just changes everything. And from that, I mean, I just had also a lot of opportunities to grow within crew, which is really great. I've been given different responsibilities and I've been able to disciple others. I've been discipled through all of those things. I've really been able to grow tremendously. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't have a walk with the Lord like at the beginning of my college. And now like, I mean, I'm going into an intern role with crew. I'm working for crew. So it's definitely changed astronomically. Speaking specifically of just kind of 
this lifestyle of being part of a campus ministry. Can you kind of give me an idea of what an average week looks like for somebody that's engaged in crew? Like what, what does that look like? And what are some of the opportunities that are outside of just the weekly gatherings that uh, you've experienced as a part of campus ministry? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, being in crew, a lot of what that looked like on a weekly basis was on Tuesday, we'd have our weekly meetings with crew, and then there would be a Bible study sometime, normally like Wednesday or Thursday throughout the week. And then for me personally, and some other people as well, they were discipled. So that would take place sometime during the week. So those are kind of some things that would happen. But with that, I mean, we would hang out a lot. So I mean, there's definitely opportunities to get to hang out with other people after that. Like after each crew meeting, um, sometimes we would go see movies because in case you didn't know in Louisville, there's this thing called $5 Tuesdays. And so we'd go see a $5 movie. And I mean, we would go get food sometimes after like our Bible studies. I mean, there's just all kinds of different ways. Like Bible studies and stuff are great and they're a great point to connect, but just to continue to build those relationships. And of course you build really great relationships during the discipleship time as well, just because you're one-on-one or two-on-one with another person. And there's just such deep and great relationships that come out of that. So, yeah. Uh, sounds amazing. For those of you that are listening that don't understand that term discipleship, you know, Ali alluded to that quite a bit about that lifestyle of being together, um, but being together for the advancement of God's kingdom, both externally, but more importantly, through discipleship, that's something that happens internally. Um, because as a person that's being discipled, uh, you are being poured into, uh, you're being held accountable you are being encouraged and sharpened by someone that is sharing their life with you for the glory and because of the call of Jesus Christ. And naturally, discipleship doesn't end with just a one-to-one relationship, but rather it is then charged to go and share that with someone else, to be a disciple maker who makes disciples that makes disciples. That's how we're here today, in fact. So what I'm hearing is, is that that mission that crew has, which is to build and send Christ-centered, multiplying disciples actually mm-hmm. took place in your life. And, and now has even taken place in the lives of others as you serve as a small group leader here, and you're very mm-hmm. actively engaged in the culture of high school girls at Memphis. Um, yeah. So I, I love that. But what do you say to the student who's you know, getting ready for college and they've got, you know, this big class load. They're looking at, you know, having a part-time job in the evenings to kind of cover that meal plan, which is way too expensive. And then parking fees, which are way too expensive. And then they've got to study in the evenings and do all these things. And they just say, look, I know who Jesus is. And I've known him for a long time or, you know, I'm good. I went to youth group, um, but I don't think that I'm really going to have enough time to be a part of a campus ministry, um, just simply, I'll read my Bible on my own, and, and I'll do my journaling, I'll do my devotions that I got, and I think that'll be enough. What would you say to that student that kind of uh, approaches campus ministry in that way, or has that thought in the back of their mind right now? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's what a lot of college-age students think for sure. Um, I mean, I would just say, like, you definitely do have time. I mean, I was that student. Um, I was really worried about my grades. When I started college, I was in a relationship. Like, I had a job. Like, all of those things were just really pulling at me. Um, And I just, 
I mean, I was like, I don't have the time for this. Like this takes up everything that I do really. Um, but once I got more engaged, like I found a way to make time. Yeah. That means making sacrifices, but I mean, that's part of our relationship with the Lord. Like sometimes like we have to realize, like step back and realize that like we need to make sacrifices. Like just as Jesus said on the cross for us, for that sacrificial love, like we're sacrificing. And at the same time, like, I mean, there's so many great things that come out of that. You're building a Christ-centered community with other believers. You know, I think that of course, it's really great for you to do your quiet time on your own. But the reality is that God just didn't say, okay, just go and be, just go do your own thing. And that's okay. Like he gives us the church to come alongside of us. He gives us other believers to come alongside of us and to help us. College age ministry is really great for that purpose, especially because you're banded with other people who are experiencing the same things as you are. The like grand church as a whole is wonderful, but at the same time, like you're being bonded with these other people who are going through the same life experiences, who understand that, yeah, it's hard to give up time to study or it's hard to give up time working at a job, but ultimately the reward is just so much greater. That's so powerful. And, you know, I heard you talk about, you know, the church, the the body of believers that know who Jesus is, not the physical building and the importance of being connected with other believers in that way. And I think for, you know, all of our students that are getting ready to graduate now, all 15 of them, that one of the pieces that they're worried about, especially if they're going to Indianapolis to go to college, or they're going out to Evansville, or they're going to be at UofL or some of those places that are around, but not quite close enough to be able to come back here for worship. Um, it is just that concern of connectivity. And they've created this routine in their life that Saturday nights are their time of worship. And, and that's their time where they get to see and be encouraged and be in these groups. And all of that kind of changes over this year. So if you're a part of campus ministry, right, uh, and you're connected in that way, what then is the role of the, the local church, you know, in Indianapolis or Evansville? I guess, you know, for a lot of students, their question would be is, well, if I'm involved in crew or I'm involved in a campus ministry, do I still need to find a local church to connect into? And what would be the importance of doing that? I think, Allie, you have a great answer for that because that's you. Um, you're both connected in crew and you're connected in local church. So can you tell me and those that are listening right now about why it's important or, or if it's important to be connected in the local church? while also being connected with campus ministry. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely so important to still be connected um, in the church. Like even at Memphis, like, I mean, there's really not a lot of college age students for me to connect with there. So crew gives me a great outlet for that. But ultimately, like, it's so important to be part of the local church. Crew says, and I'm sure a lot of other college ministries would say the same, like we're just an arm of the church. So they're helping build and equip students to go out and to use the skills that they've learned and they want them to apply them to their workplace and other things, but they also want them to be able to apply it to the church. So just like I've learned how to disciple others, like that's a great thing that I can use in the church and have been able to use in the church. But it's so important because I mean, crew and college, it's a temporary time. It's for, for some people, five, six years of your life, but the church is something that's going to stay with you throughout your life. It's definitely hard to make that change. It's hard to find a new church and to change your routine. 
But at the same time, like the church is what's going to come alongside of you long term and really impact your growth in that. So it's important to be plugged into a local great church. Yeah. And, and I think that campus ministry can even help with that. You know, as I'm listening mm-hmm. to you kind of talk about that, I think if, if I'm going to go to college in Indianapolis or in Evansville or down in Kentucky, that one of the first places that I want to figure out is, you know, where's the campus ministry at on my campus Absolutely. and then use that as a funnel to be able to find a local church to connect into rather than just yeah, going door to door or Googling, you know, top church in my area. Let me go to a place with a friend that I found in campus ministry. I think that's a great on-ramp and someone to even sit with that first weekend that's going to share a lot of those same values um, that you share. So now you have this connection both on campus and then you also have within the local church that you're at. And and you're so right in saying that what we're being trained and equipped for is not just for ourselves. It's being sent out through us so that we can share that. And, you know, this generation, in fact, the, you know, 16s to 25s, 30s. This is a generation that really wants authentic, Christ-centered lifestyle. It really is. It wants truth. And I think that there's so much power in that truth that's being shared throughout the local church. And also this emphasis of discipleship, these accountable relationships that we're in, I think are very powerful for any church that we get to be a part of and really just our lifestyle in general. So I am so thankful that you were able to talk about how the campus ministry only fuels us to be able to not only live that out in our general life as a believer, but also to use that within the local church setting um, that God's been given to us. So a lot of, lot of, I guess you could call it scary things at first because it's all new, but at the end of the day, they're all things that are so valuable to us and will only help us grow in our relationship with Christ. So I want to kind of shift gears for a second here and kind of go back to your personal experience with crew ministry. And maybe that can kind of shed a light for those that are listening today. What opportunities has crew given to you outside of just the meetings that you've had outside of discipleship? Um, I know that I've got a coffee mug from one of your travels with crew uh, on my desk at home. And so can you share a little bit about what those things are that you've been able to do with crew during your college years? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the really cool things about crew is they want to train people up to be able to share their faith. And so they give you opportunities to do that. Like we of course do it on the college campus, but they also give you opportunities to go on long and short-term mission trips. So I got to go on some summer missions with crew. I got to go to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and I got to meet people from all over the world. And I got to share the gospel with them, which was a really cool thing. And just to build those relationships, like I built some really awesome relationships and from time to time. I still talk to those girls, which is really, really cool. And then I also had a chance to go to the Middle East this past summer from being in Gatlinburg. I just met all these people and I had met a girl from the Middle East and I just like loved it. Like she was one of like my favorite people to talk to any people from that country. They were like particularly amazing to talk to. And I was like, yeah, that's where I want to go. Like God laid it on my heart to go there. And so I was able to do that. Um, I got to go to two different countries and the people were just so nice. And it was just really cool, especially just to get to share my faith with them especially because like, I mean, over there, they're, they're Muslims. And so getting to share with them and share like Christian versus Muslim, and even just talking about like some of the similarities there 
but just how they're so different as well was just the coolest thing. And so I love that crew gives that opportunity. And I mean, those aren't, I mean, that's just a very, very small amount of the opportunities that crew provides. I mean, they have U.S. short-term mission trips all throughout the U.S. Um, And I mean, you can even go like anywhere in the world, because of course, like we know in the Great Commission, we are to be sent out to the nations. And so crew does that so well. And I'm, I mean, there are just a lot of opportunities that they provide. Um, And so I definitely encourage people if they ever get that opportunity to go for sure. Wow. Wow. I I don't know about those of you that are listening, but that just fires me up. Um, This idea that um, campus ministry is more than just like a club that I'm involved with or uh, more than just this uh, little family that I have, but rather it's this gospel sharing, intentional discipleship ministry that's making its advances to the world. That's just Jesus's mission in a nutshell right there. And I I think that for many of our listeners right now, I think that that has really uh, pricked their hearts and pricked their ears just to begin to get excited about being plugged into a campus ministry. And I know through the things that you've shared um, that you've made it pretty easy to kind of visualize what that might look like. And it's probably not as scary as what maybe we think it is at first. So for our students that are getting ready to make their way into these different college campuses this fall, what are some ways that they can look at what campus ministries are available to them, right? So I know that Crew is not the only campus ministry out there, and I know that it just doesn't happen at IUS. So how would you advise a student to figure out what campus ministries are available in advance before making their way onto campus and waiting for some stranger to come up and invite them to a meeting? One of the best times that I would say to try to connect with some sort of campus ministry, because as David said, there's so many out there. IUS specifically has about three or four, especially with bigger campuses. There's a lot more opportunities for sure. But the best time to connect is that first week of school, welcome week. That's kind of what most schools call it, but they have different names for it. But I'm sure that there's somewhere on that campus that there are booths and tables just telling you about all the different things that they have going on on campus. That's a really great way to just see what kind of campus ministries are available to you. And just so then you can kind of try out what they've got. Another way that I would encourage you if you don't get a chance to meet them there I know like IUS has this thing called Grenadier Central and it tells you about all of the different clubs that are available on campus. But I mean, you can look through there and see stuff like that. Or if you can't, if you don't know how to get connected with that, I advise uh, connecting with the campus life at your university. They want to help you be involved on the campus. And so they would definitely love to help direct you in whatever way that they can to those different ministries. But like I said, there's so many. Crew's obviously not end-all be-all. It's not the only thing that you can do. But yeah, I mean, I advise you to try some different things out, see what works for you um, and what you like for sure. Yes, absolutely. And and I think another thing, you know, for uh, students right now is I, I think that they all hopefully know somebody that's at that college campus they're getting ready to go to, whether that's from their school or from a family member or whatever. Uh, and I think one of the ways, even if they want to kind of take it another step, is just call that person, text that person and say, hey, what campus ministries have you heard about? What are you seeing there on campus? Can you kind of give me some guidance on that? Because I know looking at like the web page of campus ministries can sometimes get a little bit confusing and you don't know which one to connect in or they might be called weird things and you don't know 
what they're really about. So it's always good just to ask questions and then try things out. Like you might go to some campus ministries that you walk into and you say, I don't know this for me. And that's okay. Go and try another one out and see what it is. Don't think that after your first meeting that that's going to be the win-all be-all. Uh, it's okay. It's the same way that when you came to youth group for the first time. Some of you, when you first came in, you said, well, I don't know if this is for me. And then a month later, you're actively involved and you're engaged. And now as a senior, you're walking away saying, man, I'm so glad that that was for me. Um, and that's what God's been using. So again, do your research, ask good questions. Uh, like Ali said, make sure that you're looking for campus ministries at orientation, welcome weeks. They're going to be there because that's the prime time to get people connected. And so go and ask and go and discover those things. All right. Ali, I've got one more question for you, and then we're finished up for our time today. Can you share with me about just a personal story of how you have seen campus ministry make an impact in the life of someone for Jesus Christ? Ooh, I could share totally more than one. I'll share a little bit about my friend, Brittany. That's who I'm going to share about. So my really good friend, Brittany, it has really made a difference in her life. Crew at IUS only started going on four years this year. So it was her freshman year, like crew was just starting and she just kind of come in. Uh, she in middle school had accepted Christ into her life, but high school um, had really strayed away from that. Um, just got involved in some different activities, but she knew kind of coming into college that she kind of wanted to change that. And so um, at orientation, at freshman orientation, she had gotten connected uh, with crew with one of our staff members, Ashley. And it really just started to get involved. And I'll even tell you a little secret that they weren't really sure, like, if she was going to stay around. They also weren't sure if I was going to stay around, which is, it <laughs> ends up being a really funny story. But ended up started coming. Um, and she was just able to really grow. And I mean, like, she's grown so much that, I mean, today she is a leader just like I was. She and I both went to the Middle East together someone that like I see as like a confidant, like somebody who's, I mean, I would just share like anything with, um, and she's someone who I go to, but if I'm struggling or if I have a problem, um, I'm definitely willing to go to her. And so, I mean, I've just really seen it change her in a lot of ways and change her heart. And I mean, she also has a missions perspective and um, is definitely, I know she's definitely considering pursuing missions outside of college as well. And I mean, she is just one of the very few examples. I mean, we've seen people accept Christ on campus through our evangelism. I mean, we're able to share a lot with people on the campus and we might not see the direct fruit of that, but I mean, they're hearing the gospel, whether it be for the first time or the hundredth time and just letting them know like that, like God loves them and he desires to have a relationship with him so much so that he sent his son to die on the cross for us. Mm, man, that is powerful. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm moved by that reality of what God is doing through campus ministry. So, uh, Allie, for those of our listeners that are going to be attending IUS, which I know we've got a few coming out of our 15 that will be doing that, can you share with me or with us the best way to kind of get in contact with you to help with connecting in crew ministry this fall at IUS? Or even if they have some follow-up questions about campus ministry or maybe some of your experience. What's the best way that they can get in touch with you? I mean, probably the best way is like, I mean, Facebook, Instagram, social media of some sort. If you can get my phone number or have my phone number, that works as well. Um, that's probably actually the most direct way. But I mean, obviously, of course, like if they don't have any of that information, I know that they could probably get in contact with you and then let me know as well. 
but I mean, even if like, even if they're going to U of L and have some questions or even if they're going somewhere in the area, Ivy Tech, something like that. Yeah. Feel free to reach out to, they can feel free to reach out to me as well, especially because like I'll be working with those people. I don't know if I'll be one of those people or not. Um, but I mean, I can still connect them with the correct people if they would be interested or even if they just, like you said, have questions about campus ministry and different things like that. I would love to answer those questions for sure. Thanks for that. And uh, again, if you want to get in touch with Allie and you would like her phone number, you can get uh, with me and I will provide that for you. You can email me at davidbigelow23 at gmail.com. You can send me a DM on any of the socials um, or you can text me at 812-595-5094. I look forward to hearing all the prank calls now that I've given my number out on this uh, platform. But with that, uh, Allie, again, I want to thank you for just sharing uh, about what campus ministry has been and um, just the movement that that continues to be on campuses all across uh, really the world as Christ is being um, shared and as faithful followers of Jesus Christ are continuing to grow deeper in their relationships throughout what LifeWay has described is a very critical year of whether or not you're going to continue your relationship with Jesus Christ or you're going to fall away from that or potentially college could be the year that you really make your faith your own. Um, And that's my hope for every one of our students and each of those that are going to campus ministry this year is that um, your faith would be shared, that you would truly grow your roots of faith deep and you would grow them wide as you continue to have influence um, in the life of other people as you've been poured into throughout this. And uh, again, for those of you that are walking in, Um, to campus this year. We hope that you are looking and doing your research and getting ready to connect in some cool ways on campus ministry. So uh, let me pray for just that and uh, we'll finish together. Father, you are so good and your plan is just continuing to make itself more and more evident in the lives of those that I continue to have the opportunity to talk with Um, God, I'm grateful for campus ministry. I'm grateful for crew and what it's doing, God. I'm thankful for what it's done in Allie's life and the influence that that's had, not just on the college campus, but God, even right here, even in my own personal life as she's encouraged me and has shared so many valuable things, God, you have done a great work through that. And I'm thankful that you used a random friend just to invite, God, if nothing else today, may we see the power of that and the power of your plan made perfect in just those spontaneous moments that we think have very little significance, but yet you use them for big, big things. God, I pray over campus ministries this fall and throughout the summer as they prepare for a year of just advancing the gospel and making relationships for your kingdom. God, that you would produce fruit in that, that you would water the seeds that have been planted. And God, that we would continue to see a great harvest and awakening of souls for your kingdom. God, we love you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's Talk Tuesdays is a podcast from Memphis Christian Church in sunny Memphis, Indiana. Your host is our youth pastor, David Bigelow. This week's episode features one of our high school life group leaders, Allie Lindley. Visit memphiscc.info to learn more about our church, download additional episodes, do an online service, or let us know how we can help or pray for you. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share with a friend. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you download Let's Talk Tuesdays. 
Music in today's episode is courtesy of bensound.com. Thanks for listening, and God bless.